Well, welcome back to Find the Way. It's been uh, longer than I wanted it to be to get this uh, episode here done. And, uh, I'm glad that you uh, are joining me today in um, studying God's Word on how to find the way. Uh, for those of us who have succumbed to addictions, um, it is um, a journey that we can overcome. That's the great hope that we have in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are, last time we studied um, Proverbs 3 and uh, verse 6, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will set straight your paths. Um, and as I said in the earlier episode, it's my hope that you'll uh, memorize Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. And as you memorize it, begin to allow God to put these things into practice in your life Um, because there's (laughs) so much meat here that we can utilize to grow in uh, in our Christian life so today we're going to pick up on verse 7 be not wise in your own eyes fear the Lord and turn away from evil um you know, it sounds like uh, this is a lot of hard work here, um, right? To not be wise in our own eyes. I mean, who doesn't want to be smart, right? You, none of us want to be the dumb one on in the block. But, um, you know, uh, it's not necessarily um, being wise in your own eyes as you might interpret that. It is boasting in ourselves saying that we can do these things we can do anything in and of ourselves Uh, when the truth is is we can't do anything um, and truly accomplish it without Jesus being in the center of it Um, and anyway so we're gonna study this verse today be not wise in your own eyes fear the Lord and turn away from evil you know AA um, on step four, uh, their step four says uh, basically to take a moral inventory. Um, And step five is to admit the exact nature of your wrongdoing. Um, And that kind of flows with this verse um, in the practices that they want you to put into place. Um, The problem with it is, is that you're doing all the work. Um, you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to guide you and direct you. It's you performing the task of taking a moral inventory. Well, who in the who wouldn't take a moral inventory and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna skip that one because uh, that's a little, little deep, a little too hard." Um, but when we utilize the Holy Spirit to help us seek out our moral inventory, um, He shows us things that that we can't even see ourselves a lot of times and um, things that are put us in direction, total opposite direction of what we were anticipating. Um, So yeah, it's not a bad thing to do a moral inventory um, or even to admit when we do wrong. We, We should admit when we do wrong. But if we in the flesh are doing those things, it's gonna come out without us taking responsibility for these things. Um, 
it's just going to be a real simple, yeah, I messed up there. And um, again, that's us taking the responsibility, but not allowing Christ to change us, to mold us into the new creature he's created us to be. Um, You know, I'd say I'm a good person overall. You know, I, I look out for my family and others and um, the truth is, is I'm selfish um, and sometimes I can be lazy, you know, but but I'm not as bad as Joe Blow over there. <laughs> you know, I'm always comparing myself to others and um, we should not compare ourselves to anyone other but Christ. Um, so I think I think you get the point here, what I'm trying to say. The only way to make a moral inventory and get it right, like I said, is to ask the Holy Spirit to show us. Show us our wrong ways. Um, you know, we don't have to confess every little thing that we've done um, throughout the day to God. He knows every little thing we've done. And Jesus already paid that debt. He paid the debt of our sin on the cross that day for today and for tomorrow. Um, all of our sin that we have committed and will commit has been laid upon our Jesus. And they were placed in that tomb with him. Um, And they are no more. And the Father sees Christ. He doesn't see us. He sees Christ in his righteousness when he looks at us. You know, um, we're told in the Bible that The cup of wrath was poured out on Jesus. And the cup is empty. Um, There is no more condemnation for you if you are a follower of Jesus. You are forgiven totally. There is no more debt to be paid on your part. Um, That that don't give us a right to just go out and do whatever we want to do. You know, Paul tells us in Romans 6... Well, one and two that what shall we say then are we to continue in sin that grace may abound by no means how can we who died to sin still live in it you know um, we can't um, just continue in that pattern of sin that we were in um, with addictions especially uh, but any sins for that matter um all the lies that we used to tell, um, you know, they should slowly um, go away. Uh, we should be seeking to tell the truth. Um, and that doesn't mean overnight you're just going to stop lying totally. Um, there's going to be times that um, that we slip up and we lie. Um, or we even manipulate, right? Because we're, we're great manipulators. Um but the truth is, is when we do it, these things, um, the Holy Spirit helps us to see immediately that, hey, what you just did was wrong. And that's where we take that moral inventory. That's where we uh, admit the exact nature of our wrong. We, we admit it to God first and to those we did wrong to second um, by just explaining that I'm sorry. That's not what I want to be like. That's not who I'm trying to be. 
uh, please forgive me. And just continuing that pattern of uh, walking in the likeness of Christ. Uh, you know, but the Spirit of God that lives in you will prod you when you do wrong. You know, um, again, we need to ask forgiveness from those that we sinned against. And you probably want to tell Jesus that you're sorry. And that's okay. Just remember that he loves you. He loves you so much to the extent that he died for you. And that we can't do anything that's going to drive us away from him. Um, We are his now. Now that we've come to Christ and um, accepted him as Lord of our lives, He'll never turn his back from you. Um, So nothing will separate us from him. Nothing at all, ever. Um, You know, we do make amends with those that we've hurt and wronged in the past and in the present. And we want them to know that we're not the same person that we used to be. You know, because 2 Corinthians 5, 17 tells us, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. You know, we're to let our light shine before men. Not to boast in and of yourself, but to be the witness of the power of Jesus in your life today. And to make right what you possibly can. It means setting aside all your pride and being meek and lowly like Jesus. To confront someone about your wrongdoings is difficult. But with him, all things are possible. Um, You know, Jesus, he never wronged anyone on this earth. Yes, people got mad at him. But that's because um, what Jesus was saying was the truth. And, um, you know, as they say, the truth hurts. And, um hurt people hurt people of course Um, the very ones that he came to save they condemned him they put him to death so don't expect those that you've wronged in the past to come you know run in with hugs and kisses you know Um, it may happen but don't expect it Um, just trust God with the outcome that's part of the verse right that we're studying Um, Fear the Lord. You know, to fear Him means uh, a sense of respect and awe and submission to God. Not to be scared of Him, but to revere Him. Understand that that He is all-powerful. You know, if He can create the earth with one word, then He can help you in your crisis with one word. You know, Matthew 7, 11 tells us, If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father? I mean, our Father in Heaven just desires to lavish us with love and good gifts. Um, And it might not be the good gifts that we want, right? Uh, Because we are fleshly people, and sometimes the things that we want don't line up with uh, his character and so you know we're not going to get those types of gifts but he will protect us 
um, and he will love you. And um, that's what we seek after in life is love. Um, part of showing reverence to God um, is us acknowledging that he can and will do for us the things we can't do on our own. Um, by believing this, we're saying to him, we totally trust and believe that you are who you say you are. Um, you know, there's a lot of things, mysteries about God that, um, that we can't understand. Um, not on this side of heaven. And that's because his thoughts are far above our thoughts and his ways are high above our ways. I mean, he is God and um, we are not. And so it's okay that there's things that we don't understand about him. Um, and we have to just be willing to accept that. And again, that's where that awe and reverence comes from, is just knowing that he is so much higher than we are. There are, there are many ways to fear God. Um, he calls you his beloved now that you believe in him, now that you are his. You are no longer a slave, but a child of his. He is your friend, but he's not your homie, you know, and he's not a genie in a bottle to give you what you want. Fearing him is to see him for all his wonderful character traits. Now the end of the verse, uh, turn away from evil. Well, this is something that uh, we consciously make a choice to do. Just as we made a choice to drink and use drugs um, and to look at pornography and um, overeat, that's a choice we make. Um, we, we make everyday choices. And so when we are in addiction, we don't see it as a choice. You know, We see it as a necessity. But I assure you that you were making a choice to do the things that you were doing. You know, I remember being told um, in, early in sobriety that my using was a, a choice. And I'm going to tell you, that shocked me. It, it like rocked my world um, when I heard that, that it was a choice. I was like, really, it's a choice? I mean, no, it's not a choice. I had to do these things. I had to, just to survive. Um, you know, it was normal normal for me was to drink and use until I passed out every night um, and I did it so much so often that I believed the lie that it told me that you know well this is what normal is this is what people do um, to get through life and that was a lie of the enemy to try to keep me in that place um, I had been deceived and I didn't even know it um, you know, once we're able to see that life is full of choices, then um, we can uh, turn that around because choices can make us anxious, especially early in sobriety. Um, but, you know, uh, apparently I didn't know how to make a sound right decision when I was using. And so, um, you know, how am I going to make a good choice today? Well, you know, that's where we have to rely upon God. That's where we have to push into Him. Um, you know, we're told in AA to just do the next right thing. Um, well, that can be difficult to know what that next right thing is, uh, especially early on in sobriety and early on in our Christendom. Um, but if you pray and ask Jesus to help you, 
and guide you. He will. Um, <laughs> it's as simple as that. Um, he wants us to be in his will. And in his will, <coughs> excuse me, his will is to for us to love him in return for the love that he gives us. To admire him, to adore him, to um, set our eyes and our focus on him being Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Um, You know, his will for us is to simply walk with him. That is his will. Um, And so part of being in his will in that is to turn away from evil, as the verse says. Um, You know, we do know right from wrong. Proverbs 28, 4. um, Those who turn their backs on what they know is right will no longer be able to tell right from wrong. But those who love the truth strengthen their soul. Um, Psalm 97.10 Listen, you lovers of God. Hate evil, for God can keep you from wrong and protect you from the power of wickedness. I mean, (laughs) it's pretty simple. Um, once you step back and think about it. Um, We are to hate evil. Um, Now, we are to love our enemies, but we are to hate evil. It isn't the person that we're to hate. Um, That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you're to hate evil. The ones that are, the the spirits that are influencing your other friends in life that uh, may do evil acts, right? We don't hate the person. We hate the acts. We hate um, that they're living in darkness. That evil. That's who we hate. Um, And God, as as the verse said, God will protect you from making wrong decisions. Um, By us putting our faith and our trust in Jesus for salvation, we're, we're promised by him that he'll protect us from wicked people. But we must choose to flee from evil. That's where the choice comes in. We must choose to flee. Um, you know, for those who are, you know, new to sobriety, and um, you know, you're going to be faced with opportunities down the road um, to use again or drink again or look at porn again. Um, and so when that time comes... We're to make the choice to say, nope, not going to do that, and to flee from evil. That don't mean just sit there and say, I'm not going to do that. That means get yourself out of that situation. Move your butt. Get out of there. Um, you know, you're going to have, you probably still have friends that aren't good influences. Um, and you've got to stay away from those people um, until you can become well grounded. Um, in the Word of God and um, in your faith, um, you need to steer clear. Um, you don't need to hang out with them anymore. Um, you know, God tells us in His Word that bad company corrupts good morals, and that is absolutely true. Um, you know, you may think that, oh, I got this, I can hang around them for an hour or two, and I'll be fine. Well, um, I promise you, if you continue in that pattern, 
their influence is going to take control again of your life, um, of your choices that you make. So you have to steer clear of them, guys. Um, and, you know, if they're truly friends that love you, they'll understand. Um, they're probably in addiction. If you come in that addiction, they're probably not friends at all anyway. They're just people you hung out with to, to use your drugs and um, to drink with, socialize with. And you're only using each other to get your next high. They're not a true friend. Um, you went through experiences together, right? And you have those memories of the things y'all did in the past. That's the only thing that is knitting you together, um, is the past. And we're not to live in the past, guys. We're to live in the present, in the moment. Um, so we have to change our mindset. And... Um, God will help you change your mindset if you'll lean into Him. Uh, the odds are great that you'll fall as low as those you spend time with. So for a while, you've got to separate yourself and spend time with God. You know, the time you would have spent with your friends, take that time now and spend with God. Read His Word, pray, um, have fellowship with other Christian believers, um, and you. You need to grow. You need to grow in knowing who your father is. Um, and uh, you're only going to do that in those ways. So um, you need to know what your father's like. You need to know what he desires for you and, and who you are in him. Right? You, we ha you have a new identity. If you're a new creature, as the Bible tells us, then you have a new identity. And the Bible tells us of that identity in Christ. And so um, I encourage you to seek that out. Who am I now? Who am I today in Christ? Um, you know, there's absolutely nothing better in this world than spending time with Him in prayer um, and reading His Word and allowing Him to, free to feed us the bread of life that He gives um, because it matures us in Christ. Um, so again, guys, I'm sorry that it took a while to get this one podcast done and back out there to you. And um, I'll do my best now to get the next one done sooner. Um, as we go to verse 8, uh, Proverbs 3, verse 8. And um, we'll try to do that in the coming days. But uh, I do pray for you guys that you will um, do exactly as the verse says. To be not wise in your own eyes. To fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Um, remember that uh, He is with you. He is for you. And He will not forsake you. Um, but you must make the right choice. He gives us that free will to do just that. To make choices. And um, He doesn't want a robot to come and serve Him. Or he would have just made robots. He made humans. And he gave us free will to choose. And so I pray today that you will lean into him. And find your identity in Christ. By spending time with him. And allowing him to show you that. Um, until next time guys. Blessings to you. <laughs>